You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This podcast is being brought to you by my inspiring new book titled Courage is a Muscle, Using Heart to Power Your Entrepreneurial Dreams. You can grab your copy today on Amazon. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks so much for tuning in for another wonderful episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra, and I am so excited to be kicking off another season with a great round of amazing guests. And today we're speaking to the wonderful leadership team from Love is a Parable, which is a wonderful organization and foundation that promotes educates and advocates for love, unity, kindness, and pretty much just empowering people to do what is right. So today I have on the line with me Jay Dwayne Garnett, Lalita Garnett, Cordell Gibson, and Kirsten Bingham. And so I'll give them a minute to drop their introduction, a little background information about love as a parable, and we will get the interview rolling from there. So Jay Dwayne, go ahead and drop that intro for us. Thank you so much, Petra. Um, like you said, my name is Jay Dwayne Garnett. And um, we have an organization that's called Love is a Parable. It's a charitable and educational 5013 organization. And we provide character, social, and leadership development for those who have an aspiration toward unity, love, and kindness. Our um, vision is, well, we have an audacity enough to see a world living in unity through love. And our mission is to promote unity, love, and kindness while providing love education, love wellness, and love advocacy. We do all of that through really our master curriculum, if you would say. Um, we have a curriculum called um, IFASA, okay. <laughs> um, Open to Love as a Training and Reflection Manual. And that's how we not only develop our mission, our vision, but that's how we do our outreach. And through that, we are able to provide so many different services like our implicit bias workshops, where we actually target um, key areas where individuals struggle with actually removing those barriers. Our whole mission is to really make sure we're removing the things that disconnect us and really focus on the things that connect us. And that's done through a reflective thinking approach is what we like to call it, where we target certain things, and those things are restrictive ideology, um, assumptive stance, or assumptive thinking, and then we do what is called limited beliefs. We remove them. We actually help anyone who goes through our program achieve what we like to call um, personal fulfillment and also make meaningful interconnections. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to do that for three years. We've been doing that alongside my beautiful wife, Lolita Garnett, and um, my childhood friend, classmate, who has become um, a partner, Kirsten Bigham, along with my new friend, brother, everything that we like to call him because he's been there since we started them. That's Cordell Gibson. So this is really like a family movement and we're touching souls and lives by just um, connecting with individuals. Yeah, definitely. I love that story. And yes, you you guys are, I've been following you uh, for the last few weeks and I definitely see some of the wonderful things that you guys are doing, not, not only within your local community, but then also, you know, uh, you guys platform is worldwide because you reach so many people. Uh, guys, give us a little bit of, about how you guys were, how, how you came together to really put this mission in, into full force, because I know a lot of times there's always ideas, 
which people want to kind of create and give back to the community. But this was something that uh, I believe, Jay Dwayne, you, you said that you had kind of been thinking about, you know, for a while. So tell us a little bit about the backstory and how you guys got started. I'm going to let Lolita take it so she can knock it all out. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> there, there we go. Well, um, like I said, this is Lolita. And so just a little bit about um, us and our, our history. Um, Love is a Terrible is an initiative and movement that later became an organization within itself. Love is a Terrible is a, a DBA and subsidiary of Alta and Dwelling Place, Inc. So a little bit about how we came to be. So March 2007, it was originally the Thomas Pivot Project. And then we eventually changed it to Alpha and Dwelling Place in 2013. Um, then we relocated to North Carolina and then we established in June 2017 Alpha and Dwelling Place 8. Right. And we had the DBA, Love is a Terrible, um, in 2018. Yeah, she, um, we actually started with a whole different mission in mind. Yes, like what? <laughs> <laughs> and Love is a Terrible was a larger organization, but then it took off and basically ate up the original organization. So we're like, we have to create a DBA. And so Love is a Terrible literally started out, like we just said, as an initiative yes. that became a movement all on its own. And then it became the organization within itself. Wow. Yeah. And I noticed like you guys, it looks like the expansion is getting a little bit it's like it's crazy because I know with the mission and then um, I know you guys also offer some different education and programs. Let's talk a little bit about specifically the different programs that you guys offer, because there's so many different areas that you cover. And I think that's just amazing how, you know, you know, sometimes when we start off with these different ideas, we may want to go in one direction. But then when the wheels start turning, you know, we find out that there's other areas that we can also serve. So tell us a little bit about some of the, the education and the um, programs that you guys offer. So as far as the education goes, and there's the new implicit bias workshop or workshops, excuse me, multiple that uh, <laughs> that um, basically that Jay came up with and that he's been teaching, uh, which has really been taken off. And they are heavily requested by you know quite a few companies. So then we have the implicit bias workshops. We also have the actual love advocate curriculum as well, which is something that I've taken personally. Probably about four times now. Probably more than that. Oh, wow. A couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. The love advocacy training or program, whichever you want to call it, is, is just really a just this evolving, you know, entity because it's different every time you take it, which is why I've taken it so many times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but that's one of the main things that we, you know, that we have here in the favorite is the love advocacy training and that's one of the things that you're in order to become a love advocate a certified love advocate you have to go through the curriculum and now when you have to go through the curriculum you have to take a refresher course every year oh, wow. <laughs> so it's like a real certification wow right. Day, so okay. yeah. now go go ahead and finish your thought I'll, I'll come in in a second go ahead so yeah so that's the you know so there's love advocate training then put the bias workshop there's also a junior advocate program that was constructed by, you know, uh, Jay and and also their two daughters. So they worked in conjunction to create the junior advocate program, which is very well done, if I do say so myself. 
and also there's a voter education uh, program that also recently came out that gave them up with. So there's a, quite a few things that, and there's other things in the pipeline too that I won't mention now, but there's quite a few things that we already have to service all the different needs that people have. Wow. Well, I just want to clarify, Lita and I did not do the junior advocate. The kids did it on their own. Okay. That was written by the 18-year-old, uh, 18-year-old daughter. Um, we didn't have any say in that. They actually wrote everything. We just edited it. Wow. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a blessing, though, starting early. And I, you know what, y'all, uh, you have got to explain for the people who may not be familiar. Give us a little bit of, uh, give us a taste of what love advoca- advocacy is, because, you know, when you hear love advocacy, that's, it's kind of new to some people. Well, it really is. You know, nobody's really focusing on that. Um, that's why I, when I came across you guys, I found it so unique that you would actually be, um, you know, putting out a program to actually help people build the foundation and to, to be unified in love and kindness. So, I, I mean, it's, it's just an empowering initiative altogether. But for those people who would say, you know, hey, what exactly is love advocacy? You know, what is that? What is the certificate? You know, why? Um, how is this really, you know, helping the, the people to live better lives? Like, give us a little foundation piece about that, because I, I think that's definitely an interesting aspect as well. Well, because we um, we offer individuals a different outlook um, is really freedom. So when yeah. we talk about Ifa, which is the Aramaic term, which means to be open, that actually sets the tone for everything because it, it is a past tense term used presently, mm-hmm. meaning that you were once open. So it's an indication that there was a time in your life that you were just free to be you. So that lets us know that there needs to be a return. So we like to take people on a journey because who you are right now is a response to everything that you've been through. Um, I like to quote the um, late, great (laughs) Nipsey Hussle when he said that we are not the cause, we are the effect. And we don't realize how much of a proverbial and prophetic statement that is because we are just that. We are the results of everything that has happened to us. And now we got to peel those layers back and get to the core of who we are. So we actually go against the ancient Greek philosophy of love. We don't believe that there's four different types of love. Um, we also don't really subscribe to the five love languages ideology yeah. um, because we believe there's only one love. And we actually help people identify that one love and help them take away all the misnomers. One of the things that we like to quote um, in the curriculum is, when was the last time you heard somebody blame the water for bad lemonade? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Haven't heard it before, right? right? So why do we do the total opposite when it comes to love? We blame all the additives that was put into love um, and make love take ownership of them versus separating those things and say, no, love wasn't the problem. Commitment was. Love wasn't the problem for decision-making was. Love wasn't the problem. We can go on and on and help people realize that love isn't the problem. Actually, people are. And um, some of the decisions that we make, but most importantly, we help people understand that at the core of who they are, that they are love. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. So we will we'll have a whole two to three hour discussion on just kind of I'll have you break it down the whole pro- program for us, because I think it's just so impactful what you guys are doing. I just you know, I, I find it just unbelievable. But who who is this? The who are these programs available for? You know what I mean? Like if there's somebody that, OK, they're interested in the program overall, but they know they need to work on getting rid of the negative thinking. Like how exactly 
um, do the programs work to make sure that the people are getting, you know, pretty much everything, you know, just just getting their their, um, their time and their money's worth as far as just really making sure they're capitalizing off of what you guys offer? Well, interesting enough, I believe that, um, well, you're going to always like the objectives of our overall educational program, and that's actually what we go over in every single program that we offer. We are removing those negative thinking, um, but we usually remove it as it relates to a specific area. What do you mean by that, Jay? So if we're in the implicit bias <laughs> workshop for race relations, we're going to talk about some of those negative um, ways that we think regarding interactions or those um, implicit biases that we have as it relates to race relations. And one of the things that we're finding out is, is down to the simple things, right? right? Even like saying, stay out of the sun, you're going to get too dark. So that's a, so you're implying if I get too dark, that's unattractive, or if I get too dark, that's a bad thing? Mm, yeah. We don't think about those simple things that add to negative stigma. And so we help people associate with that. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And I think I appreciate you clarifying it uh, for me as well, because that's pretty much what I was asking. Like, you know, how can we just um, really get into signing up for a program and making sure that everything, you know, they they pretty much um, get everything that's offered? Because I, I definitely know that this will definitely change lives as well. Um, you, you guys, y'all want to jump into like some of the different initiatives that you guys have? I know you have this wonderful uh, a live platform that you do on Thursday nights. And I know that there's some other things that you guys are currently working on. Um, so we can discuss that as well. But like, let me know if you want to talk about the brother empowerment, because I know that's another strong suit that you guys are, uh, have rolled out. Yeah, we got quite a few. Um, the sad part is I feel bad for Kirsten because she's got to figure out the financial part for all of this. Miss <laughs> okay. uh, Kirsten, he's he didn't put it on you, Kirsten. We come up with the idea, right? She got to make sure we don't lose our accreditation. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. uh, he has put the ball on Kirsten's shoulders, y'all. Uh, okay, well, I, I'm gonna. I'll just give you know. I'll put the ball in the court and let's see what we can <laughs> what we can find out. But I definitely want anything that we can put out to be good. Now, to answer your question about if they want to sign up, if they go to loveintheparable.com and click on the education tab, they can sign up for any of the educational workshops that we have. They also list all of the objectives of what we're targeting in that particular area, and they can be modified to um, to fit different age groups, and that's why we came up with the junior advocate. Initially, it was for the adult learner, right? Yeah. but once the children got involved and said that they wanted to be a part of that, too, we did want to make sure that we provided something for them. And our newest baby is actually voter education. So we're actually going to deal with those um, misnomers associated with voting in America. Oh, wow. That's right on time. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely right on time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. No, I, I love that. Um, what, so what are you guys like? What are your plans for? I know we're getting ready to close out this year, but I definitely just feel like you guys have some 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 good things on the horizon that you're working on. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the different community initiatives that you guys um, have in addition to the programs. If you have any upcoming, uh, you know, virtual events or anything like that as well. Oh, yeah. This is the year of clarification and expansion. Everybody has an assignment this year. Yeah, <laughs> putting everybody to work. Um, like one of the things, yeah, everybody. Um, we're at a, where we're literally 
um, being stretched a little thin because of it. Like you talked about us having a growing patient. We actually have a viewership of about 8,000 people in 30, 31 countries around the um, around the globe. <laughs> so we are actually dealing with a, a, lot, a whole bunch of different things, and we're going into providing services also for couples. So any service that we provide for individuals and groups, we're also providing for um, for couples as well. So that is causing us to go into a different area. So a lot of the exciting things is that we're partnering with a lot of colleges now. Um, so we're using the parable um, into colleges. We're putting in those proposals. People are actually reaching out to us about the great things that we are doing. Um, Cordell already mentioned earlier about our education initiative, but there are other services that we do provide as well. And those other services that we provide is actually small business marketing consultation. We actually want to help people understand, well, for one, what are some opportunities within their business? But then we also um, have a special workshop that deals with marketing on a budget. So a lot of people, when they look at Terrible and they say, how are we doing a lot of those things? Our overhead is not that high for two reasons. One, because Kirsten is a drill sergeant. But for two, (laughs) we believe in doing things for either free or low cost in the services that we are providing. And then additionally, um, another great way to help us raise funds is that we actually offer graphic support. So um, I do graphic design. We can do editing. We can um, look at stuff and help people with branding on a small scale level. But also, we provide IT services and computer repair. See, Cordell actually has a whole background in information technology. And so that is a service that he actually does offer to help people stay up and running. So we want to make sure that we are removing all the barriers from people being successful individually and corporately. Um, You talked about Brother Empowerment, which you had an awesome opportunity to be on. And people are still talking about you. So thank you so much for coming on the show. But that's our initiative to help the men um, and their families. And it later just like became its own phenomenon as well. Like it's just as large as as love the parable because that's how we're reaching those 30 countries is because of brother empowerment. And we're finding that people are tuning in with their families every Thursday. We even have um, licensed, um, licensed clinical staff who are really tuning in with their families and also telling their staff and telling their residents and patients about the service as well, because it's actually being effective. And that could be from my wife and I both have um, behavioral health and mental health backgrounds, and we both have our master's in health services administration. Um, So a lot of those experiences, a lot of things, everybody's sweat and tears is going into what makes Love is a Parable successful. I don't know if you've been on social media, but someone released a video and that said video is already at 6,000 views. That was Lolita telling her story, telling her testimony about being married to a visionary. And Kirsten is going to be coming out with some of those marketing things. I mean, those um, financial things. (laughs) So everybody's going to be bringing something to the table because blood, sweat, and tears is what made this, but organicness is what keeps us together. Wow. You yeah, you just pretty much preached a a, a small business <laughs> sermon of you know what it takes, and I, I'm glad you went there because I. Uh-huh. Asked- <laughs> 
Hey, just just go ahead and put it all out. I, I I tell you what. First of all, brother empowerment. That platform is so strong and powerful. You know, thank you again for you all just uh, allowing me the opportunity to to be there. I really enjoyed it. And what I really liked most is the fact that you guys allowed your audience to really have a say in what you guys were going to discuss. You know, no filter. You know, you you let people come on and be who they are, and, and I can definitely appreciate that. Um, so that's definitely that's powerful. And then also. We're talking about entrepreneurship and small businesses. And I know you, you guys offer the the program to really help those people who are trying to, you know, launch their business. Let, let me dig into a little bit about how you guys were able to have the team that you guys have and everybody just kind of make sure that they're pulling that weight. Because, see, that's a, that's another thing when it comes to, to operating a business, especially when you're starting out. The funding is a, uh, is an issue. You know, it's hard trying to bootstrap uh, everything. So give us like a couple of tips of how you guys were able to really make it work as you continue to build. Jay and Lita. <laughs> they did a lot of networking. Networking. And Cardell, he got on the videos and Facebook and Instagram and just promoted. Um, we have the swag and just encouraging and meeting people and networking. And not only looking for business for ourselves, but we look at with our partners is also being able to, if we come across something that um, may help their business out, we're always um, looking for ways that we can connect our partners with individuals as well. Not to just build up our business, but to build up others as well around us. You go ahead. Go ahead. Well, one of the things that we tell everybody is don't force anything. We're big on not forcing. If you don't feel right, yeah. That means it ain't right, or it may not be the right time, and you have to trust that. And um, we got, to be honest, we had we had other we had other leaders. Like our leadership team was a little bit larger, but for whatever reason, it just didn't mesh well. We didn't force it. Yeah, and it seemed like when this four came together, it was like something just felt right, and we began to really bounce ideas off of each other. And I think that that was one of the things that we've learned um, is don't force anything and trust your instinct. Remember, we talked about Ifaka earlier. Yeah, yeah. So if we're not open to something and there's an uneasiness, we don't move on it. And we're not afraid to take that risk. We'd rather make sure we are doing things with the right people in the right season at the right time than doing doing certain things that may feel right, may be right, but not maybe at the right time and be with the right people. So we definitely want to make sure that everything is aligned in what we do. And, and so one of the things that I've learned is, for one, entrepreneurship is hard, but it's also hurting when you're doing it with the right people, with the right motive and the right intention. Wow, yeah, that's definitely, that's that's the secret sauce, right? <laughs> right there, you got to make sure that it's in alignment and with the, with the right people. So, yeah, I agree there. Um, you know what? I want to backtrack a second because I just realized we got all this good information about the different programs and uh, things that you guys offer. And I need to figure out, like, uh, give us how are these, how are these available? Are, are they uh, online events? Are they in-person workshops? Tell us exactly how um, if somebody's listening and maybe they want to sign up and attend, how do they go about um, attending? The best thing to do is follow us on all social media platforms. Okay, you do that first. Um, but also... Yeah, once you get involved with our uh, mailing list, if you go to connect and say what you're interested in, you'll be a part of um, our subscription list, and we send out updates of all things that are happening. But trust me, we try to put out some type of educational tool, 
some type of tool of, of empowerment at least once a week. There's videos coming. There's literature coming. There's workshops that are coming. In fact, we have a workshop this Friday that we're partnering with We Are Connected and other organizations where we're going to talk about disparities in education, health, in education, finance, law enforcement, and also in um, social interaction. And then on the 30th, um, will be at Benedict College speaking on career readiness. And then on the 4th of October, we'll be speaking on implicit biases associated with career readiness and um, preparation. Um, and so all of that information can actually be found at loveisaparable.com if you go to the Happenings tab, and you can register for all of those things. Wonderful. Okay, so anybody that is interested in getting involved with Love is a Parable and just making sure that you are up to date on everything that they have going, make sure that you follow, subscribe, and connect with those guys on, on all the social platforms and the website. Um, y'all, before we wrap yep. up, I, y'all got to drop. I would well, like... Every teacher, I just wanted to tell them that. They can ne- don't miss a Thursday. We're there. Nope. Except Thanksgiving yeah. and no. Christmas. <laughs> hey, us on that. no, we, 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 hey, hey, you know what? I, I put it to you like this. If the football game is on, y'all gotta be, y'all gotta be, y'all gotta be on. Y'all gotta be on. Don't miss the Man, Thursday. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hear you. No, but yeah, they, definitely on the Thursdays as well. Um, there's some great information there too. Um, guys, before we leave, I would like if you guys, can um, kind of dig and, and provide us with some words of encouragement from each of the team members. Um, and just, you know, hey, and maybe there's an inspiring entrepreneur, business owner, somebody who is looking to uh, move forward with their purpose or just whatever their plans are. If, if, each, of you could, if each of you could drop some words of encouragement. Um, I would say live in the moment. Um, embrace your ideas, your visions. And like they said, take it slow. It doesn't, it's not always going to happen overnight, but just enjoy the experience as you grow. Um, well, this is Belita. I just want to say, just don't live in fear. You know, sometimes fear will just hold you back from piggybacking after you person. Fear will hold you back from walking in, walking in your purpose, your calling. And you just won't be fulfilled. So just go for it. Yeah. So just So I just want to say the first thing is to just to is to really to be open. Like that's not something we just say because it sounds catchy. It's really how we, it's really how we operate. And when you're open, you can receive much more than if you're you know closed off or restricted. So. Being open definitely is the way to the way to go, and so that's the first thing I would say. The second thing I would say is just don't just don't just get to do it all by yourself, and that's with anything. If you're an entrepreneur, but trying to you know if you're trying to become a, you know, a better person or just to walk in your purpose or anything, you don't have to do that alone. There's people out there just like us here, love parable, who want to see you win and, and do better just because. You know, we don't want anything from you. We don't want, you know, it's nothing like that. We just, there are genuine people who want to help other people succeed and just walk in their purpose and be better. So that's what I have to say. Yeah, and I feel like I totally would be echoing a lot of what everyone has already said. 
My personal mantra since seventh grade has always been that everyone has the ability to experience change in a single thought. Once you think differently, you become differently instantly. And you have to trust what what is buried within, within you. Um, one of the things that stuck with us is one of our corporate partners. Um, she has a proverbial uh, mantra that says that everyone was created with, we were created with a purpose, and that purpose was to pour into the lives of others. And I think that that's what it is, is that the key is reciprocity. If you do you and help others do them, you've already helped so that other people be them. And so it's all about making sure that you're in a place. So when you have a vision of a need, I guarantee you there are people that actually need that need because we need each other. We literally need each other to survive. And a lot of people don't understand that. Um, there is no such thing as a solo success. There's no such thing as socialization if the people you love, share, and connect with are not in it with you. Wow, good stuff. Perfect. All right. Well, I definitely appreciate it. Um, Jay Dwayne or whoever wants to let us know social media handles and also the direct website URL, please, sir. So it's it's pretty easy to find it because everything is literally love is a parable. So loveisaparable.com is the website, and you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by just typing in love is a parable. And LinkedIn. And, oh, excuse me, and LinkedIn as well. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't forget LinkedIn. All right, guys, you have heard from the leadership team of Love is a Parable. I definitely want to thank Kirsten, Cordell, Lolita, and Jay Dwayne. You guys have been awesome. Appreciate you hanging out with me today. And definitely looking forward for all the wonderful things you guys have coming down the pipeline for the upcoming year. Um, you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Bye. See you next time another time whenever you come back on. Definitely. Definitely that. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.